You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. Hey, theatre fans, one and all, we are here with wannabe Aussie Lauren Byrne. Hello, <laughs> Lauren. How are you going? I am a wannabe Aussie, guys. I really am. <laughs> guys, this is the first return member, well, first timer on this podcast, but I've had her on yeah. one of my other shows. So make sure you finish this episode and then go listen to the Queendom podcast episode. Um, <laughs> that was six months ago. Um, and oh, my goodness. I know. It's been... A hot minute. A lot has changed in your life as well. Yeah. It, oh my gosh. I know it really has actually. But also, it's, it, it's strange because a lot has changed. But also, I feel like I'm doing the exact same thing on the daily. You know, I'm still sat at my uh, bedroom window, um, doing one-to-one things on Zoom, and uh, that's still happening very regularly. Far, far too regularly for my liking. To be quite honest, as much as I love my students, I'm bored now. I want to go back to that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's me. I'm like filling myself with so many like side projects. I'm going mm. back to work full time now, and I'm like, I don't have time to breathe. Like I'm I good know. to like. Oh my god, it's yeah. insane. Mm. Um, I feel like we have all kind of created in this time like ways to keep busy, which is obviously so fantastic. Um, but also, it's like when it's when it's not the thing that you actually you know love doing and, and want to be doing for your career you're like oh my god okay i'll go and do another nannying shift then i suppose you know yeah. it's just not I'm, I'm literally going to work full-time in construction oh like my construction. god i'm like this this is like ain't me but let's see how this goes <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um, so last we spoke um one you were still with the UK tour cast yes, of six. Oh, so let's rip that band-aid off early so oh we can move goodness. on to happier things. Yeah. Um, where did that decision come from? Was that always something that you had planned? And for those that don't know, Lauren's obviously in the UK. She's a part of the UK tour cast. Yes. Or was yes. a part. Yes. But yes. So where did that kind of stem from well i i actually had no plans to leave the show i think a lot of people kind of thought that um it was something to do with my contract being up or things like that which was why i left but um you know all of the girls in my cast we were all signed on for the same amount of time um and when we went into lockdown in march 2020 we um were kind of told 
not straight away, but after some time to kind of work it out that when the theatres did reopen, whenever that may be, we would have the remainder of our contract um, left to play out um, with with the cast with with the show um so we that was you know you know obviously i think it was like march 16th or 17th or something that the theater's closed and our original contracts were due to finish in in july i think it was like the 20 the 20 something of july so we had about 19 weeks left of the contract 19 20 weeks left of the contract so we were all kind of just thinking oh yeah it'll just be a couple of couple of weeks and then we'll be back to work shouldn't be a problem um so you know everyone signed on for that we were all on board and then obviously the drive-in was a potential thing that was going to happen that was going to be a separate contract so it wouldn't take away from our weeks actually on the uk tour um then obviously that was pulled um and then things just kept get pushed kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and um so you know other things started to crop up um yeah. pop up and and as in audition wise and i think kind of everyone at that point which was maybe like september time i would say i think everyone was just thinking like oh my god like you know we don't know how long this is going to go on for we yeah. knew that we knew that um the producers of six were quite keen to um you know recast the tour at some point because they you know um wanted to you know give that amazing opportunity to other people which is totally understandable um so i think everyone was kind of in the mindset of you know if if we're going to be able to get other work elsewhere then that's probably going to be quite a beneficial thing to do um so i went for a couple of auditions for a show that i'm i'm still not allowed to talk about but i think i mean i think the announcement must be coming pretty soon when's this episode going to be released josh this is literally releasing tomorrow Okay, I shouldn't talk about it then. I shouldn't talk about it then. Let's play it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so essentially, I I went, I went for this job, and I and I got it, and and you know, I I it really broke my heart actually to to. I remember reading the message, and you could see, like, you could read in your caption on the photo, like yeah how like torn oh my god completely and uh, for a long time i was trying to see if i could do both you know because then there was talk of you know six going to salford um over christmas and that was going to be like you know eight weeks or something in total and i was thinking well maybe i could do eight weeks of the contract just to say goodbye to the show before i would need to then leave to start this new job and and we were kind of trying to negotiate that with my agent and the producers but i think it you know it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been fair on on the the girls in the cast and and the producers having to recast so quickly and things so so that is essentially when i had to make the really horrible decision and i really really hated making it and i'm really still i've still got massive fomo like so bad yeah. <laughs> so um but you know it, unfortunately in our line of work my my agent always says he's like just go where the work is Loz. and you yeah. know 20 weeks left in that contract that we had unfortunately i couldn't turn out i couldn't turn down a longer more longer stable spot. stint of work um you know for for those for those 20 weeks which i would have obviously loved and oh it's so sad but i know that i i it was one of those things where like i knew that i was making the right decision but i was honestly so gutted about it like i and everyone around me was like 
are you sure this is the right decision then? Like, you seem really upset. And I was like, no, I know this is the right thing to do for my career. But I was so gutted. I just love, there's nothing, I mean, you guys know, there's nothing like it. Like, it's just the most, um, you know, supportive, welcoming, incredible kind of group of people that I just absolutely loved spending every day with. So the thought that I wasn't going to do that was really, really gutting. Yeah, uh, like uh, for those of you that haven't been in the Queendom or haven't seen Six, you're missing out for yeah. one. But like a very special vibe in and around Ooh. this show um, that once you kind of get that taste of it, it's really hard to step back. And I, yeah. I, I did that at the end of the year as well. Like I've been out of things for about three months now and I'm like, I like just missed the vibe. You know? Yeah, like, so, yeah. 100%. It it's, is it's just so, like I say, it's like I, I've never experienced anything like it in, in this industry before. It's mm-hmm. so, um, it's just such a celebration of kind of, you know, people's individuality. And, and that, that actually is something that I think people are really searching for in their lives right now in this kind of whole mess of crap that's going on in the world. People are really looking for that. And so like to then be able to go and sit in a theater and see a show that literally does that for you know 80 minutes it's just so amazing and and so to be part of that was just something really really special like and you know when I when I did leave I I sent all my kind of messages around to everyone in the kind of creative team and I was like thank you so much I love you please let me come back one day because <laughs> I just I'm not ready for to think that I'm done forever hopefully I'll be back in that costume one day <laughs> um on a on a brighter note yeah we've ripped off the band right now we yes. can go happy something to come out of the, the last I'm pretty sure no it was launching just as we did the episode because it was oh, in yes. three you're so right it, that was the promo yeah so yeah, how so has right. that been going do you know what it's so great we did obviously we so we did about how many weeks did we do? I think we did like five or six weeks, I want to say, in a studio um, before we, maybe it was longer, maybe it was like eight weeks, I can't remember. But um, we did a certain amount of time like in person, which was honestly the best freaking thing that I had going on at that time, because obviously that was, it was it all kind of happened at once. So that, that time when In3 was launching was the time when I actually, unfortunately, was having to make the decision whether to leave the show. And I actually remember on the on the very first night, I was stood outside the studio on the phone to my agent crying like, I just don't know what to do, Stephen. Because <laughs> I just hadn't, I hadn't been able to make the decision yet. And they were kind of pushing for an answer. Um, so that was having In3 to kind of really kind of channel all my energy into was something like a really really nice distraction and something that I really enjoy doing and you know a lot of people have taken up teaching in in this time and it does feel like a very natural progression to go from kind of doing something yourself to then kind of trying to teach everything you know or or, it's also not an easy progression either like it's yeah that's true something that's easy to do (laughs) yeah that's so true and I think um you know why me and Harriet wanted to do it together was actually we she as as well as as me she has a real kind of sense of um wanting to just help people like with who who, it's not necessarily about how talented you are it's it's like the passion for it and the love for it and the and you know like again which is a very kind of six thing is is like celebrating your kind of 
um, strengths and and not and not comparing what you can do to something that other people you know what what yeah. they can do in in the same kind of field and 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 within three we really wanted to kind of make sure that that was one of the key things that we brought into the into the kind of vibe of the company I suppose you know we never wanted to kind of make it a place where people felt like they needed to feel competitive um and you know what we had the most amazing time in in you know those uh few weeks that we were able to be in person and then since then we've kind of done some stuff online we do two classes a week um at the moment just to kind of keep things ticking over um and they're always so brilliant and we really have kind of managed to get just both in person and online like um you know there's never any judgment from anyone towards anyone else and that's just such a great thing that I you know I think is actually quite rare in our industry you always are going to be judging yourself and you're always kind of unfortunately feel like you are being judged by other people whether it's a casting director or or, um you know another girl in an audition who's like absolutely killing it whilst you feel a bit awkward or you know there's always going to be those kind of situations where you feel like you're being judged even if it is by yourself and so I feel like to create an environment where you kind of don't really give a crap like about whether you've just made a ridiculous noise and it's and it's not gone well and you've made a bit of a fool of yourself and it's and it's just having that freedom to kind of you know do those things that you might otherwise feel embarrassed about and not care I think that's a really like something that I found when I was training um at GSA which was the drama school that I went to was that they really gave us that that place to be just stupid and goofy and silly and and or like really really mess up and and it not matter and so me and Harriet both just really wanted to kind of give that place to other people so hopefully I've I feel like we've kind of started really being that for some people which is really nice so yeah it's going good (laughs) see like I like just hearing you talk about like you can see the passion that you have yeah not only for what you're doing but for why Oh, 100%. And that's like the thing that I think, as you said, a lot of people have gone out and found that alternate escape or Mm. way to be creative in some way through this time, however hard or simple it may be. Um, Yeah, it's just really cool to see people take their passion and be like, cool, how can I still do what I love just in a different format? Yeah. Like, yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, and in three really has been that for, for me and has, I think like, you know, you want to have something that kind of keeps you creatively fulfilled while you are doing your nannying job or, you know, your job in Tesco's or, you know, in this time there has to be something that, you know, keeps you connected to the world that you love. And, and that's really kind of in three has really been that for us. And hopefully we've then been able to provide that for other people. Um, it's really actually so lovely. Like every now and again, I'll see kind of um, on a student's, like they've kind of shared that they're doing something, a concert or whatever it is. And, and sometimes they'll have like, train, uh, you know, continued their training in three arts. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they think that we're good enough that they've put it in their bio. Okay. Like it's just so lovely, you know? So yeah, I'm glad that we can be that for people. That really makes me happy. A hundred percent. For you guys that want to potentially learn from Lauren and has 100%. I'll pop all the links down below for socials and Thank website you. for you guys to check that out below. So make sure you are doing that. 
And then we can move on to the most stylish trio in the UK as well that you've got going on. Oh, um, my gosh. With <laughs> Charlotte and Hope. Uh, and remember Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is like, what don't you do? Like, <laughs> is there... A- <laughs> You kind of like me. It's just like let's just throw it. I know fingers in all the pies. You know, no. That do you know what we have been like best best mates since we were about seventeen, I think. So we've known we've been like singing together that entire time, and actually only yeah. only maybe. Oh no, it's still quite a long time. We just ago paused. Oh, I was I... just your uh, six thousandth follower on Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. We've That's been we've been trying to hit that wild. barrier for a while, you know. Um, but yeah, we we so we met at sixth form college, and we essentially like never used to go to our classes because we would just go and sing sing in a room somewhere together, and like the the teacher would just kind of pop her head in and be like, "Girls, are you coming to class today?" And we'd be like, "No, see you in a bit." Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was really we just kind of started it off. Like because we we loved it and we kind of all discovered that we were you know really in tune with the kind of music that we listened to and and wanted to kind of sing and and we've always really loved like those kind of intricate harmonies and that was something that we just used to love to play around with and then a few years into doing that just for fun like we would like a couple of times a week we'd just go over to Holly's house and sit in her dining room which had really nice acoustics and we would just like belt our hearts out bless ourselves um and and then a few years in I kind of I said to the girls I was like girls I've written this song like do you want to do you want to hear it and maybe like sing it and um so we we did and and luckily they kind of you know said that they liked it so I wasn't too embarrassed and then um yeah and then from there we kind of just kept rolling with that we you know I wrote more and more music for for the band and then we kind of got to a point where we were like hey should we record some of this and and we were still Houston at the time we there was before we were remember Monday we were Houston and um and then we released I, I was it three songs I think we released three songs which when I listen back to them now I'm like bless my little soul <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's um it's some interesting things going on in those songs but one of them is a real banger still to be fair one of them we still do all the gigs um but so then we rebranded we remember monday we went on the voice which was so fun um and then yeah we've got new music coming out again soon that we're kind of um you know still in still in production at the moment and then uh, we're gonna get it released later this year so yeah we're, we're, we've got all the things going on but again like that that band for me is totally just like something that I have always loved doing that it feels creatively fulfilling you know it's it's something that I like have an active role in the creation of the music you know it's not just that I'm even even when you're in a show you know if it's a show that's been kind of running for a long time it's very much like okay so you know on this line you're going to walk over to this table and you're going to pick up this prop and 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 can you say the line a bit more like this and and so again even though you're doing that massively creative job where you're putting your heart and soul into it sometimes it's not that much imagination needed you know so so even even when I'm in work I love having the band to kind of fulfill that that creative need um and it's just something that all of us love and you know we all write things together now um which is always just such a kind of fun 
like zoom session at the moment obviously rather than in-person <laughs> session um yeah i know we write things together and, and like a lot of planning goes into the outfits and it's just so like fun i just absolutely love it and we all do and that's why it's lasted so long because you know we've all been since we met we've you know holly was on a world tour for two years and you know i was training for three years and it so easily could have we could have just kind of thought oh that was good fun and parted ways and still been friends but not done the band anymore but it's just a mutual love of it that's kept it going and and we're all of us kind of i think really grateful that we have it um to just you know either it's not so much fall back on it's always something that we kind of like to keep ticking along at no matter what we're doing um so yeah we love it we'll probably be remember monday in our 80s and still be releasing music and not much has happened for us but still just loving life <laughs> i just had like this flash of like golden girl yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll be us yeah oh my god graham will be on fleek yeah um. yeah <laughs> Holly's hey Holly's a very good Instagrammer. She's she's on top of the Instagram. Man, I'm just scrolling through the feed. It's like literally it's gold. (laughs) Just jump on because it's like so aesthetically pleasing. Like (laughs) just all the vibes. It's just good vibes. Where did Remember Monday come from? Well, is there there meaning behind that? Yeah, we so we um we actually like you know I said that we always used to go to Holly's house and sit in her dining room and that that was always on a on a Monday we I, I think we must have had loads of free periods or something on a Monday and Holly's house was quite near the college that we all went to so I think we just yeah. always kind of you know when we were in college set it up that our rehearsal time was that Monday and then we just no matter where we were it seemed that Monday was a good day for all of us like I mean obviously not when Holly was in like Singapore but you know when when, you know when I was training I would have like an early um, finish on a Monday or something so it always just seemed to be that Monday was our day and um, when we then looked to rebrand we kind of made a we were making a joke out of it really we said maybe we should you know something something to do with monday rehearsing on mondays and blah blah blah. and then we were actually like hey no that would be really cute because it means something you know special to us and and it's always been our kind of like we love mondays we absolutely because that's been our time together and and our time to just relax and and have fun and have a bit of a jam and and everyone's always like oh you know can't believe it's monday again start of the week whereas we're always like can't wait for monday you know so (laughs) so yeah that just kind of it was like a little personal in joke i suppose but um the more we said it we were like i think that sounds like a pretty decent band name really cool it just like sits really right i'm like this has got to have a cool story sometimes it sometimes it like sounds a bit tricky to say like if if i'm ever kind of saying it in passing i'll be like (laughs) Like maybe we yeah maybe we should have picked something slightly easier but it's stuck so (laughs) as a segue into the next little segment before we wrap things up um before we hit record you said something about uh having a go at an Aussie accent, oh, and uh, I will not let that slide without you, having that on record. No. So. Do you know what it is? It's so like in lockdown, I've been going for my socially distanced walks quite a lot with my friend Nate, and um, every time I see him, he tells me about um, what's it called? Is it is it the Real Housewives of Melbourne? 
is that a thing? Yes. Right, and yes, he tells me about it, and I've actually never seen it, but because he tells me about it so often, he always does the accent. And so every time that I come away from spending a day with him, we just are talking in that Aussie accent all day long. And apparently there's a character in there who does it. Is this good? Is this good? Or am I terrible at that's it? Like, oh, that, that's like... Um... <laughs> That, is it like more New Zealand? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's very ochre. Like, it's very like that token Aussie accent <laughs> that literally no one really speaks oh, like. Oh, damn it. Like but like... <laughs> not like I'm but so like, sorry. People, it's actually not bad. Like, I've heard way more worse attempts at an Aussie oh, accent. thank you. Well, and apparently... Someone's definitely going to clip that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently there's one character in this show, though, who says, wow, a lot. But the way that she says it, she goes, wow. And so me and, me and my friend, that's how we always how we always say wow. We're like, oh, oh, wow, wow. And if you're wondering why the title of this episode was wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. Oh, dear. Oh, so it has been a year yes. since you were last... On stage, yes. technically. Yeah. A little bit. I know. Um, my phone keeps doing that thing where it, like, shoves my memories in my face of this time last year. And I'm like, can you we're not? We're getting into that point. Yeah. COVID now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be reminded. So, <laughs> what? I know the answer to this question, but what do you miss most about, like, being around the industry, like, in an actual theatre? I think with six, it was obviously, you know, different from anything else. But with theatre in general, I think I actually, do you know what? Just before I came on this podcast, I watched a little um, interview that Toby and Lucy, uh, Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss had done, I think, with The Guardian. And Lucy said something so true about how kind of, you know, when you go and sit in a theatre and you're never sure kind of what's about to happen and it takes you out of your day. So you might be rushing around and kind of you know living life um kind of trying to just get from one place to the next you know work is stressful and life is stressful and then and then that you know two hours in a theater or however long it is really just takes you away from everything else that you're doing and whether you're in the audience or on stage I really miss that escapism I really do and and you know being in the audience and just being taken somewhere completely away and or being able to provide that you know being on stage being able to be that escapism for someone um I really really miss that and obviously you know in lockdown we've had some amazing kind of virtual theatre productions like you know going on and and it's just so such a testament to how incredible the people in our industry are that you know that you know people have created new things and new ways to do what we do but actually you know in spite of that it's like I still really miss the full experience and I think everyone does don't they you know I like yeah I I agree 100% like it it feel it feels different yeah it's one thing to consume it digitally but like I had this issue with Hamilton I will I've watched the Hamilton thing on Disney plus once Mm. and I will never watch it again because it doesn't feel the same no yeah it's just, and I will bring this up just to rub it in, <laughs> going back into a theatre here, and I'm in Australia for anyone that hasn't caught up, <laughs> but going back, back into a theatre for the first time and just having a collective experience mm. with 
eight hundred other people watching the same thing at the same time. Yes, it's different, and it just feels right. Mm. And it's oh. Yeah, I know. I I miss that feeling and I really miss like whether it's me sitting there experiencing it or whether it's me being able to provide that experience for someone. I miss it. And, you know, I always I also always think about my first theatre experience as, you know, like this kid who had been, you know, severely bullied and, and didn't have many friends and and kind of didn't know that there would be a, a place in the world that I really fit into, I suppose. Um, you know, I, I, I remember, I think I was about 13, 14, and I, I went and saw Wicked for my birthday, and my mum kind of, I'd never seen a, a, a professional show before, let alone, you know, a West End show before. And, um, and I remember just sitting there and, like, having a proper light bulb moment of, like, oh, my God, these people do that for money. Like, they get, that's their job like I don't need to go and be an accountant or something um and I remember that light bulb moment happening and and every now and again like when I was on stage with any show I just remember but it's you know especially with with six I remember like kind of looking into the audience because it's got such like an amazing young fan base I remember looking into the audience and being like I wonder if anyone's having that light bulb moment right now like because it, it does it 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 creates art creates other art you know and and so being able to inspire someone to go and and have an entire career based off of one experience that they've had in the theatre is just absolutely mental to think about. But it, it happens, and that happened for me. And and so I always I just I miss being able to kind of think about the experiences that people can can have in in that theatre it's not just it's never just you know oh a couple of hours out of your life that you just then forget about it's like it can really change people and 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 change people what people want to do with their life and I just think it's the most incredible thing I miss it I miss it basically I just got being hella deep man (laughs) I'm sitting here I'm like we literally wouldn't be having this conversation if it wasn't for an experience I had with six because then I wouldn't have been in New York and I would have known who Toby and Lucy were and I wouldn't have asked to start my original podcast mm-hmm. which would lead me to this point here. Yeah. This industry is incredible. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it really is. And it will continue to be incredible and it will continue to kind of grow and, and, and change with the times and that's good and it should but um, yeah, I, yeah, I do miss it. So, going forward to the show that must not be named. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What are you looking forward to most about getting back to being on stage? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> a million answers. Yeah, literally like, yeah. a million answers. <laughs> I mean, like, I've had, like, costume fittings recently and, and, like, I'm just about to go in and do some press. So, I mean, surely the announcement's coming soon, guys. I don't know when, but surely it is. Um, but, you know, I'm just about to go in and do some press and, and, and I've done, like, a couple of workshops in, in you know, before Christmas when when things were slightly, you know, less tight restriction-wise. And, and, and every single time I've done anything I've had a feeling of like oh my god oh my god I'm like I'm gonna be doing something soon no matter what that is and I think like even I mean who knows you know it could be a terrible show I don't know (laughs) I don't think it is I think it's pretty special um but like the, the thought of just kind of being back in a room with other creative people 
indefinitely is just so exciting to think about because you miss that when you're you know in your room on zoom all day you know you 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 really miss the kind of um you know uh like like i suppose like i just said in in that you know art creates other art and that's that's very much you know in a rehearsal room if you're kind of um bouncing off the the things that other people are giving you that that's that's giving what you're doing even more kind of meaning and you know um so i think i'm i'm really i've been missing that and i can't wait to get back to doing that um and i suppose i like the i mean the feeling of doing an opening night now is the most terrifying thing the, the most terrifying thought I've ever had like going back on stage and having to remember how to dance and and sing and act all at the same time <laughs> is terrifying. Do you know what the other day um I did a workshop for someone who who you know normally I'll do an acting workshop or a singing workshop or a dancing workshop and and someone said would you mind doing the the kind of dance routine with 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 the lyrics to it and so I I taught the lyrics first and then I taught the dance and then we put them together. This was for six. I can't sing and dance anymore, I've discovered. Um, it's impossible. I don't know how I did it. Um, I literally had an asthma attack about five seconds in. So going to have to get back on the kind of, uh, you know, fitness regime, I think, because I, <laughs> I literally couldn't breathe. <laughs> uh, that was kind of a roundabout answer there, but there you go. <laughs> I'm missing being fit. <laughs> Whoever can make it happen, if you can please get me to uh, opening night of whatever show Lauren's doing, <laughs> just her brain, just trying to explode, trying to figure yeah, it out. Yeah, literally. <laughs> oh, guys, we are going to end this episode on that high right there. I know it's been short. I know it's been sweet, but mm -hmm. there's going to be more. Next week, we are back with a brand new episode. Make sure you are checking out everything Lauren is doing in her life. Her Instagrams <laughs> are down below. There's millions of them. <laughs> there is. Well, I've even got I one for my dog, problems. you know. My dog has Charlie and Gus Graham as well. I have a lot. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a boring time, you know. I had to fill my time somehow. <laughs> hey, I, I've got the same. I've got a million as well. All my ads are down below. I have just launched a fashion line, <gasps> ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Come on! Um, it's insane. That is uh, you so can check exciting. that out on Stage Apparel. I was about to point to the shirt that I got on, but you guys can't see that because this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Head to Offstage Apparel. We have some samples up there for you guys to check out. It is launching very soon for you guys to buy. So make sure you're checking out that, telling all your friends and family and dogs. Yeah. Uh, I don't have any yeah. dog stuff, but I'll make it yeah, if there's a call for that. it. Yeah, you should get that. You should, I think. <laughs> there's a call guys, for it right here. I'm calling for it. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. It's done. Don't sweat as it is. <laughs> oh my god, I've missed you, Lauren. This is it, guys. We're gonna wrap it up here before we go down another rabbit yeah. hole. We will see you next week with a brand new episode of We Are Theatre. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work 
or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R E R I S E T H E A T R E dot org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.